When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, family? Welcome to Speak Sports Television. Made for days like today. Dak Prescott has completely thrown a wrench in the National Football League based upon how outstanding he is playing. In case you missed it, three touchdowns, no interceptions, a phenomenal performance, and he has updated MVP standings across the nation. But most importantly for me, he's updated my MVP standing because what did Dak Prescott do? He's moving down the checklist and the road to an MVP. What's he got to do? Beat the Seahawks. Check. Still got to handle the Eagles. Still got to handle the Bills. But for now, it's all about what he did versus the Seahawks. <clears throat> if I'm looking at my updated MVP ballot as it stands now after looking at even more film, I still like Jalen Hurts at number one based upon his record and his most recent performance. Five touchdowns versus the Bills. But Dak Prescott, he has ascended to the number two spot. He finally beat a team with the winning record in convincing, convincing fashion. Patrick Mahomes is at number three. Interestingly, I realize I got my three quarterbacks and I have my non-quarterback. That's why Trent Williams is ahead of Tua now at the four spot. The Niners are one of the best teams in football. I believe Trent Williams is an engine that makes that system go. And lastly, Tua Tungavailoa rounding it out at five. But today is about Dak Prescott, James Jones. Today is about Dak Prescott's phenomenal performance. Today is about the leaps and bounds that Dak Prescott has taken in in your eyes and in the eyes of you at home, the viewer. Is Dak closer, a step closer in your mind to winning MVP of the league? Absolutely. I mean, if we all watched that game last night, the Dallas Cowboys won that game because of Dak Prescott. Sure. One of my good brothers on this show, man, he sits on the, on the end over there. He told me that, what if this defense don't play well? What if things ain't going the right way? Can Dak be that guy to do that? Which was very true. Last night, Dak showed you, don't trip. You want to give up 34 points and 400 yards? I got you 41 <coughs> points. Not one punt. Went up and down the field on the Seattle Seahawks. But not only that, with our own two eyeballs. We all four of us up here can say Dak Prescott was clearly the best player on that field last night yeah. by the way he played yeah. with his legs, with his arm, getting out of sacks. Dak Prescott played a phenomenal football game. He absolutely moved up in the MVP standings and showing the world that I'm like that. This streak that Dak Prescott's on is some of the best football he's ever played in his career. Oh, yeah, I think this season is the best football that he's ever played in his career. Coach Mike. Uh, Listen, listen, <laughs> you've been talking about it all season Coach long. Mike, I, I think Coach Mike does deserve a lot of credit. Now, if I give Coach Mike credit, it's going to sound like I'm not giving Dak credit, so I'm going to let you do that because yeah. apparently if I just point out facts like Dak Prescott is having the best season of his career and everyone thought it was Kellen Moore last year and now he's gone and he's not doing that well in mm. the Chargers, I digress. The point is, yes, Dak Prescott was the best player on the field last night. He was. He was the reason that they won. Um, I can already see the narrative starting to spin about the Dallas Cowboys defense starting to let down the Cowboys offense. Oh, I can see it coming and it's already <laughs> happening. It's going to get very exciting over the next couple of weeks when we find out who's to blame for what happens with the Cowboys. That's just to, you know, put that note out there. Uh, Dak was great yesterday. Dak was the reason that they won. It was their first win over a team with a winning record since week two. So we had those questions that got answered. Whatever you think of the Seahawks, which obviously they're now a 500 team due to that loss, mm. they played a great game as well. Mm -hmm. We didn't know what to expect from the Seahawks. They were coming off of some, some yeah. questionable performances, and they really gave the Cowboys some, some yeah, work, well. and the Cowboys overcame it because of Dak Prescott. So, yes, he's definitely taken a step closer, and now we have a very interesting stretch of games coming up. Well, he'll get to add to that resume. Yeah, um, I will say that... Um, for me, I don't think it, it, it changes the, the MVP race. I will say, though, that performance last night, it kind of put it in perspective, okay, it's, now it's a real conversation with Dak Prescott. Right now, you got Patrick Mahomes, you got um, um, Jalen Hurts. Hurts, and then you got Dak Prescott. Mm -hmm. Now it's like a real conversation where I think every week it matters how he plays, how Jalen plays, how yeah. Pat plays. But to say he just, last night he just moved up because of that performance, I, I can't give you that. I just think now it's a realistic situation now. I mean, Dak Prescott, see, I tell people all the time with the Dallas Cowboy fans, this is not personal with Dak. I don't even know the guy. 
So I'm, just, I'm always honest. If he's playing bad, I say it. He's playing good, he's, I, I say it. He's playing phenomenal right now. This is the best I've ever seen that Prescott play. Small things like he's using his legs a lot better. He looks a little bit more elusive. His ball placement. There's a pass to C.D. Lamb in the end zone. The drop one? No, 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 not even a drop one. <laughs> I mean, that was dangerous. Your boy should have caught that pick. Could you? Yeah. Yeah. But you know, anyway, but I'm talking about the, the touchdown. Yep. See, back, the, that, that's, that's a dot. I'm not used to seeing him throw dots like that. So I am a, a, impressed the way he's been playing. And I don't care nothing about the competition. Yes, I would love to see him play against better competition and do them things. But it's the NFL, right? And he doesn't make the, the schedule. He's right. balling out. The only question I do have about Dak was that he always has a little question mark, Joey Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> when I watch Dak for all these years, I feel like. He's the best when everything is cool and collected. Everything's going good, right? Everything's going well for the offense. He's confident, right? Even his interviews is different, right? His interviews is just, you know what I mean? He make a play, he starts flexing. Like, he's a different type of dude when things are going right. Yeah. It's when things are going bad, right? It's when, it's when you may be on the road. It's when you're playing the, the, the Niners at home, right? We need that same Dak Prescott from last night against them type of teams. And when things go bad, then you start seeing the head dropping. Then you start, then you start hearing the interviews. Well, you know what? It's not us. You know, the media, y'all, y'all picked us to be this great because he's done it before. Yeah. So all I'm saying is I love the way Dak Prescott is playing right now. I just got to see the same type of behavior, same type of swagger, same type of plays being made when things are not perfect, when the offense are, are, are not gelling, when, when, when you're getting touched more by defensive ends, when people's more in your face, when, when you may throw a pick, you may throw two picks. How do you respond? Um, Deron Bland last night, was, yeah. I, love, I, I was so happy that he was getting beat like that. You know why? Because everybody praises you when everything's going good. Mm-hmm. How do you bounce back when you're getting picked on? I was picking on him. It was. And what did he do? He made a play. That's what great players do. I got to see that from Dak Prescott. Mm. That's all. Me, right now, it's good right now. Let I'm me push back, though. Wouldn't Hard you say speed. that Dak Prescott, he did, he saw some of that. Remember, he's getting tackled. He's getting sacked by a linebacker for the yeah. Seahawks. Says, get up off me. Throws a strike. Remember, he throws a dart to CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb drops it. I believe there was a fourth down. CeeDee Lamb runs a quick out route. CeeDee Lamb drops that one as well. Don't you think sometime yesterday even, Dak Prescott got let down by his team? Remember, the Seahawks didn't punt either. So the Cowboys' defense didn't do their part. Didn't Dak do enough yesterday? That's a great question. And I'm going to say no, he didn't. Right? Because Ooh. I'm going to tell you why. I'm listening. As a, as, a, as a unit, yeah. What about when you're the one that's blamed? I just gave you an example of Deron Bland. Him, him getting picked on, him messing up. So we need to see Dak, Mr. Reed, throw a pick. We need to see that. Fumble, fumble, what happens? We need to see that. How do you respond? Because normally when I see him respond, it ain't responding like that. It ain't responding with a whole three, four, four, uh, four touchdowns. It ain't, it ain't that. So that's what I want to see. When you ask him about... When things are going bad, I'm not talking about just the offense, right? Because you can pick, you can point that. Hey, CD dropped that. Hey, Cole, hold on, coach. He missed that block. Oh, coach. I put it in his hands, he dropped it. I want to see when he messes up, how he responds. And every Dallas Cowboy fan, I don't care who you are, because deep inside, you know what I'm talking about. You know them games, right? You're supposed to win. It's a good game. It's a good team. And Dak starts slipping a little bit with the, with the plays, with the picks. And you like, oh, here it goes again. When that happens, I want him to respond. Not on hey, hey, here go again. Yeah, but you gotta, you gotta give some credit to him not letting that stuff happen. Well, no, Shady. I, I didn't give him credit. What you want me to say about the dude? I said he played balling out. I know, but it's always a but, but, but. Yeah, well, that's, you know, well, that's, you know what what I'm that's football. Like, Listen. dude is doing an excellent job right now, so them picks don't happen. So them fumbles don't happen. So them sacks yeah, don't happen. Like, he's doing a great I mean, job of that. I, I get that. But, right, I, I do think it has a lot to do with we keep talking about they're not pl- doing this against a winning team, right? I mean, he did this against the 6-5 and five Seahawks. Mm-hmm. I guess we don't count this as a winning team. Yeah, they, I mean, they barely hold on. All I want to say is I want to see this when it matters most. I want to see this against the Niners. I want to see this against the Philadelphia Eagles on the road and get a win. I want to see that. That's all I want to see. Well, what I want to see is the Cowboys play that really complete game against a good team. Yesterday, we saw the Cowboys' Joy Taylor offense was phenomenal, but their defense, obviously, they didn't do great. The Seahawks quite literally did not punt the entirety of that game. Yeah. Great day for Michael Dixon, the Seahawks punter. He didn't have to do any work, and he still gets to cash his check. I'm happy for him. But with that being said, <laughs> Joy, are you still concerned about the Cowboys despite the victory? Any concerns I had about the Cowboys, whether they won or lost this game, are really not going to change. I think the Cowboys are a great team this year. They're one of the top teams in the league. They have one of the top rosters in the league. They have one of the top quarterbacks in the league. They have talent everywhere. They're coached by a Super Bowl winning head coach. They have all of the formula to get to and win a championship. I think they also had that last year. What it always comes down to for the Cowboys with me is situationally. What do you do when the lights are brightest? What do you do when something isn't going your way? 
alluding to what Shady said, but in the biggest moments. That's why when we go back and forth week to week with the Cowboys, I'm like, cool, cool, cool. But they're going to make the postseason. They're one of the top teams in the league. They should be beating these bad teams. If they lose to the Eagles twice in the, po- in the regular season, but then beat them in the postseason, what did it matter? They are one of those teams that has equity with me during the regular season. So my concerns with the Cowboys are going to be, can you beat the Niners in the postseason if you see them? Can you match up with them? Can you overcome what they what that defense does to you offensively? What Shanahan has planned for you? Can you beat the Eagles in the postseason? Those are the questions that I have for the Cowboys. The Cowboys have been playing great football in the stretch. Dak Prescott has been playing the best football of his life. McCarthy is coaching his tail off. <laughs> oh, yeah, he is, though. <laughs> he is. He is. And, and they're overcoming adversity mid-game. I, I, I don't think that the Seahawks are really that great of a team, but they do have a lot of talent. Pete Carroll is a Super Bowl winning coach, and they had a good game plan. And they were, they were matching blow for blow with them yesterday as well. So I, I think that that was a good – to me, that's the best win of the, Cow, the Cowboys have this season. Yeah. And, and I will say this, though. This is why I'm not tripping when I talk about confidence, right? When Dak Prescott's confident, he's a way different player. If you can just go back to the first six games, right? He had six touchdowns and four picks, correct? Yes, sir. But do you see the, the, the game plan? The, the, the game plan that Mike McCarthy set for Dak Prescott was so conservative, mm-hmm. so safe. And I'm thinking, like, if this is the MVP that people think, right? Everybody's like, oh, he should be MVP. Why are you giving him a conservative offensive game plan? Like a rookie, like a second-year player. Why is that? Got to get a feel for it. Okay. So when I look at it, like, all right, well, he thinks the same thing I think. Let's build this dude's confidence up. Mm-hmm. Like he's a young player. Let's build his confidence up and let's get him playing where now he goes out there and he's, and he's flexing a little mm-hmm. bit. So now we open the play a little bit more. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger for him. Now you see he's throwing the ball deep. He's running. He's doing everything. Now they got even the RPOs where he's actually running. Yeah, so I'm keeps. thinking now that Dak that, that Prescott is more confident, now you let the offensive play open up for him. That's why he's having so much success. And I'm not hating on him. I think he's playing, a, uh, he's playing phenomenal right now. Mm-hmm. I just got to see it. When you're not confident. No and then if you lose a little confidence, if you're not playing as well, what's your, what's your coach do? Mm. Right? Because to build you up, he, had, he got a small playbook for you. Then the better you got, the more confidence you got. I'm going to open it up a little. So now what happens when, when you have a bad game and now, because oh, we've seen it before with Dak Prescott. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm not concerned about Dak, but I am actually still concerned about the Cowboys. The reason is the Cowboys aren't who I want them to be. I want the Cowboys to be elite. I want to put the Cowboys in the same conversation as the Eagles, and I want to put the Cowboys in the same conversation as the Niners. But when I see what the Cowboys did to the Seahawks yesterday, they did win. But remember, the Seahawks played the Niners a week before, and the Niners beat the Seahawks down. They beat them up. The Seahawks have played the Cowboys. The uh, The Niners have played the Cowboys, and the Niners beat the Cowboys down. So I can't say that the Cowboys have jumped into that conversation with the Niners and or the Eagles, because when the Niners saw the Cowboys, the Niners won. And when the Cowboys saw an opponent that was mutual to the Niners and the Seahawks, the Niners beat the Seahawks significantly worse than the Cowboys beat the Seahawks. So the reason I'm still concerned, James, about the Cowboys isn't because I don't think they're good. The reason I'm concerned is they haven't yet ascended to that place of greatness that I want to see them ascend to even in the regular season. Are they good? Beyond the shadow of a doubt. Of course they're good. But when I see what the Niners are doing to the Seahawks, when I see what the Niners are doing to the Cowboys, when I see what the Eagles are doing to everybody, when I see what the Eagles are doing to the Cowboys, I'm still saying to myself, the Cowboys aren't in that cream of the crop Mm. just yet. That's my concern. See, for me, I believe they are because... I thought this game was really the best thing that could have happened to the Cowboys. You've been blowing people out. We give the Eagles so much credit on this show and Jalen Hurts so much credit. Why? Because the defense got to step up and make a play. They do. The offense got to step up and make a play. They do. They're not blowing nobody out, but they're winning close football games when it matters. Either side of the ball. Hey, it's your go. Go stop Josh Allen from scoring a touchdown so we can get the rock back. They do. When Jalen Hurts gets the ball back, he goes down there and scores. And we praise him for that. Right? They played a solid football team that had a really good game plan. It came down to the wire. It was blow for blow. At the end of the day, the quarterback made the drive to yep. go score. Yep. And then you come back and your best defensive player, even though he was unblocked, makes the play. Demarcus Lawrence on fourth and one stops yep. and makes the play. That's winning football. Yep. So for me, it's a week-to-week league. Seahawks, I believe, had a terrible day. Geno tripping over his running back's foot almost for a safety. It's, fun. it's a lot of stuff happens in a football game. But when you talk about coming with some adversity and winning a game the right way, a game that I think the Cowboys needed to win instead of just blowing people out, I thought this was big, man. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think um, – I think that's a really good point. We do praise the Eagles for that because after that game was over, I was like, that's a game Cowboys usually lose. 
Yeah. That's the game the Cavaliers usually lose. That's why I think it's the best game, the best win that they've had this season. Not because they didn't blow them out. Yeah, okay, you blew out the Giants. What, what are the Giants now? What, is that, what does that win look like now? Yes, it was dominant. Yes, you didn't give up any points. Congratulations. This win's way more impressive to me than 40 nothing against the Giants because you had to come back, because all those things did happen, because the defense wasn't their best, and because you had to rely on a player in Zach Prescott who does have some confidence issues from time to time and can, can make the wrong choices in big games like that. This was the last win that they've had against a team with a winning record since the Jets. And the Jets only had that win because Josh Allen turned the ball over four times. So I do think that it is a week-to-week league, but this win was more impressive than all of the other wins, that all the other blowouts that they've had this season because they had to find a way to win. Does this win, because it doesn't for me, what, what this win didn't do for me is move up my perception of the Cowboys. It moved up my perception of Dak Prescott. It didn't move up my perception of the Cowboys. Reason being Y'all know I believe in the Seahawks in large part because my friends Quandre Diggs is out there. But the real reason is I saw what the Ravens did to the Seahawks and what the Ravens have done in totality. I saw what the Niners did to the Seahawks and what the Niners have done in totality. Then I saw what the Cowboys did to the Seahawks and it didn't look the same. So did this win, James, make you more confident that the Cowboys can beat the Niners and the Eagles does this win do that for you because it didn't for me? It why, did why because I watched the Philadelphia Eagles go to overtime with the Washington Commanders, who the Cowboys beat the brakes off of. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Is the Eagles a good Fair. football team? You yep. know what I'm saying? I watched the Jets beat the Philadelphia Eagles and seen the Cowboys die. You know, so it, it, it's a week-to-week league. But this game gave me more confidence strictly because, like Shady says, you need your best players at their best when the game is on the line. Mm-hmm. And that was Dak Prescott the whole game. Yes, it was. The ball was in his hands the whole game, and he made every play. Yeah. And, uh, and when I say every play, like, we can't even really come on here right now and say, that was a bad pass by Dak. We coming on here saying, CD got to catch that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dak played a great game, and that's why they lose those games against the winning teams, because Dak ain't at his best. Very well. And right now, Dak is playing at his best. Very well said. Well, the two players that have to play at their best in the biggest game of the year is probably DeAndre Swift and Christian McCaffrey, the running backs for the Eagles and the running back for the Niners. Shady going to take us into the running back room and break down the impact of these two studs in unique NFL fashion when we return. Then talk about who's got to win the game. Remember, check us out every day, Fox Sports Channel. Serious XM. More speak after this. Family, it is the biggest game of the weekend. I'd say the biggest game of the year. It's the Eagles versus the Niners. And I am privileged to have a future Hall of Famer for my money, LaShawn Shady McCoy, bringing us into the running back room. Shady, Christian McCaffrey, he leads the NFL in rushing yards. America, DeAndre Swift, fourth in the NFL in rushing yards. That's the Eagles running back. That's the Niners running back. Shady, show me why these players are so good. I'll give you my linebacker perspective, but I want your running back perspective. Let's talk about Christian McCaffrey first. Now, y'all know what it is. Christian McCaffrey, he's in the back. This is my favorite play from him this season. Why is it my favorite play from him this season? Because the Seahawks completely do their job. Shady, you know on defense what we say. First thing of defense, build a wall. Make sure that Christian McCaffrey can't get outside of you. They do that. Then on top of that, that get into your gaps. The Seahawks have this play dead to rights. But Shady... McCaffrey, yeah. what's, he, what's he doing right here? He got what? skinny. He about to get real, real skinny. Okay, what, what does that mean? Because <laughs> getting skinny to me, uh, imagine in my mind, this linebacker right here, he has McCaffrey done for, but he gets skinny. What's that mean? Now listen, getting skinny in football is not getting a light bulb. It's getting super, super skinny to get through this hole, right? Where can you go right here? You got to get through this right here. So you got the defenders about to squeeze it down. Some way, somehow, he finds a way to get through that crack. Now imagine that. Skinny. He found a way to get so skinny, he gets between the linebacker. But then here's my favorite part. He now runs away from Quandre Diggs. Shady, how hard is it to go from getting skinny to now turning the Jets back on? That's what we say as a running back. It's not how fast you are, it's how quick you are. And he got from that little skinny hole to the end zone. That's why Chris McCaffrey is a hell of a player. He's what is the difference between fast and quick? You were an all-pro running back. Tell me the difference between being fast and being quick. A simple example. Deshaun Jackson is a lot faster than I am. But I think from one to five yards, I might get it. Oh, yeah. And that is right there. That, that's really like a three to five-yard run. Yeah, no doubt about it. it. Well, Deshaun Jackson's retiring as an Eagle, so let's get to the Eagles' current Ooh, running back, DeAndre Swift. Now, DeAndre Swift isn't actually in the running back position. Shady, he's out here now, wide out. Now, check this out. This is why I love this play. So, we, need, we were losing this game, right? Okay. Corner roll, and we need a big play. We need a big play. Who do you go to? DeAndre Swift. Now, this is Boston Scott. This is the backer running back. 
if we always give it to Swift up in the middle all the time, the defense sees the same thing. So what do we do? We get it to the boundary. We get it to the outside. He's about to come on a sweet sweep, and you see what happens right here. Once he gets the ball to his edge, he's a dangerous man. Look at all this space. Yo, one thing about Swift that I love, he makes the cut before the defense even recognizes What's that mean, Shady? You, you, you're back, talking over my head, big dog. You're talking over back. my head. So, so, as he gets, so as he gets the ball, stop right here. Oh. So he sees what's about to happen right here. The defender said, yo, we got to get the outside. So he hooks him. He cuts it here. Now, without even thinking, because everybody's pursuing to the ball, the DeAndre Swift knows I'm about to cut this ball back. I'm running. I'm coming this way. I'm about to go this way. They don't even know it. And what do you know? Short, short. Bang, I'm going. Is that and then making a guy miss is what he does. Easy, what he does best. Oh my god. Is that just God given? Do you train that in individual oh, work? Like, oh, how can DeAndre Swift see what's not being seen yet? How? They pay a lot of money for Fox, right? Yes, they do a little but something. But you can't pay this type of vision. Look, wow! You can't pay for that. That's something that I had. And sometimes as running back, you can't always see the cut. You gotta feel it. I'm running left, I gotta feel this cut to the right. Boom! And I do it. And that's what he does. Oh, look at the vision. Look at the, excuse me. Oh, mm. come on. Boom! See, look, stop. Wait, wait, one more time. One more I, got time. You, I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. I got you. I see these running backs. Stop right here. Keep going. Right here, stop. He's looking straight. So if I'm looking straight, I can't see that. I can't see correct, nobody. Correct, correct, because I'm. And if I can't see you, then that means you can't see me. Fair. So you're coming to tackle me. Yep. Go ahead, cut. Bang! <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a field. He's feeling this guy. Now, yep. short, now, now watch the ending. Boom! He feels that's that. That's why he's such a special running back. When he came out of Georgia, I said, this kid is going to be something special. He had a lot of injuries with Detroit. But once I knew he was getting in Philadelphia, I was so happy because this is stuff you've seen from a guy named 25. Those two players get incredibly special. Name 25. <laughs> that's when you know you bad. You just say a name 25. How old were you here, Shady? Oh, this is like a camp 25. <laughs> 25. 25. You see the earrings, though. You know what I mean? Ain't no 25 uh, I love it. Well, DeAndre Swift, Christian McCaffrey, we know they're special. Joy, we know they are important. But we've seen a lot from them. Christian McCaffrey, he's number one in rushing yards. DeAndre Swift, he's number four in rushing yards. Who we need to see more from is Brock Purdy, the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. It's the biggest game of his regular season this year. You could argue it's the second or third biggest game of his career. What do you need to see from Brock Purdy? I want to see Brock Purdy overcome some in-game adversity. He only has one fourth-quarter comeback win. Yeah, he's done a lot of winning. He's, He's won in the postseason, but a lot of Brock Purdy's wins almost all of them, come from being ahead, not having to press, not having to overcome in-game adversity. The game that they lost against the Eagles, he didn't get to participate in that because he was removed from the game due to injury. That was inflicted on him by the Eagles, but he didn't get to participate in that. This game has a lot of narratives around it. Yeah. Oh, is Brock Purdy the missing piece? Would they have, would they have beaten the Eagles if he was there? Oh, if, is, is he able to, to beat a team like the Eagles that's been consistent all season long? There's a lot, a lot of narratives about it, but he can just go and do what he's done when everyone's healthy. He, when everyone's available to him, when he has all the talent around him, he is a great quarterback. Not a good quarterback, a great quarterback. We've seen that from him. We saw it last year throughout the stretch, and we've seen it this year. The games that they've lost this year were because he didn't have his weapons available to him. He's not there yet. <coughs> a lot of guys aren't. The great ones are. So I want to see him overcome some adversity. He might not get the opportunity to this game. Yeah. We don't know how this is going to go. But to, to ask like, what he has to prove or, or what I need to see from him, I feel like I've seen enough from Brock Purdy when they have everything available to them to know what kind of team this is. He is a perfect quarterback for this team. When he's healthy and everyone's healthy, they're borderline unstoppable. Really, entirely, unless you get removed from the game. You know, one of the biggest things I hear in sports is, man, if we had our dudes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you, hear, you hear that a lot. College, high school, yeah, and man, if we just had him, man, it, it, it was going to go down. No doubt. That's all we've been hearing. Man, if Purdy didn't get hurt. If we had Purdy, things would have been different. Well, he there. So what he has to prove is I was the missing piece. Point blank, period. All these dudes was here last year except me. The coach was there. Debo was there. McCaffrey was there. Ayuk was, all these dudes was there. Kittle was there, right? Fred Warner was there. All these dudes was there except you and you guys lost. 
This clearly is, I was the missing piece. And that don't mean you have to go out there and be a superstar, Brock Purdy. That means play Brock Purdy football. Don't turn the football over. Do what you've been doing when your team wins. I ain't trying to say outdoor Jalen Hurts and all that, but you have to show that I was that missing piece mm. and it would have been different if the Eagles did not remove me from that game last season. It's funny, a, a quick story. 2010, go to the national championship game. It's Texas versus Alabama. I'm a true sophomore. Mm -hmm. We're playing in Pasadena, California, about 27 miles from here down the road. We play versus Mark Ingram, Trent Richardson, Julio Jones, amongst others. Colt McCoy is our quarterback, winningest quarterback in college football history at the time. We take an early lead. Then Marcel Darius knocks Colt McCoy out the game. Mm. The biggest what if of my sports career, along with every Texas Longhorn fan, is, man, if Colt didn't get hurt, we would have won. Yep. If Cole didn't get hurt, if Cole didn't get hurt, we would have won. I don't know if we really would have won. Of course, I think so. I played for Texas. Of course, I'm going to say that. We were winning when he got hurt. Duh, I think so. But the biggest what if of my sports career is if he didn't get hurt. That's what a lot of Niners fans are saying. Now, what I need to see Brock Purdy do, prove you can beat the Eagles and thus take your team to the promised land. Now, you're still going to have to beat the Eagles again in order to get to the promised land. But if you show me you can do it in the regular season, I fervently believe you can do it in the postseason. The biggest superstar in track and field right now is Sha'Carri Richardson. Biggest superstar. When she beat Sharika Jackson, who was the fastest woman alive in the 200, I said, oh, snap. Mm -hmm. She can beat her. Now, she beat her in the regular season. She hadn't yet beat her at Worlds. But when she beat her in the 100, twice in the regular <coughs> season, I said, oh, snap. She can beat her. Yeah. Then she went to world championships, inevitably beat her, and is the fastest woman alive right now in the 100 meters, at least most recently. So if you beat somebody in the regular season, I personally subscribe to the notion that, oh, dang, you can beat them. I don't know if you will, mm -hmm. but if Brock Purdy beats the Eagles on Sunday, now my mind is convinced he can beat the Eagles. He can take his team to the promised land. He can help the Niners get to, if not win, a Super Bowl. Shady, you've won two Super Bowls. What can Brock Purdy prove in this game? Hey, real quick, what, uh... Who's that score? I mean, Texas element. What was that <laughs> 37 to 21. 24 to 21 with six minutes left. Mm. Well, that's not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's... Good job, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what Brock Perry, what I need to see from him? This shows that you're that guy. Something that we, kind of what James was talking about, I had that in my notes, is, you know, talk to all the, the Niner players, right, from George Kittle to, to Debo Samuels, and they all spoke highly of Brock Purdy last year. And they said, man, that game would have been a lot different if he had played. And I heard that. I'm like, hey, whatever. But now, now we think about it, they, they got a point, right? If, if we are, we have a leader, right? And he, he takes us to all these different games. He's winning all these different games. And then we get to a, a big game and he gets hurt. It's always a what if. So now we got a chance to see what would have been like I hear. if Brock Purdy played the whole game against the mm -hmm. Philadelphia Eagles. Same situation, though. Well, mm -hmm. well. Not the playoffs, but it's the same thing. With, mm -hmm. uh, uh, away game, right, for them. Yeah. Big time team. The Eagles, the best team in football. Last year, we was the best team in football. Yeah. Best record. No doubt. Right? We, we build it up with Jalen Hurts. Now you got Brock Purdy. What's going to happen? Mm -hmm. So I would love to see uh, Brock Purdy go out there and, and play well and show us, hey, what the game would have been like. It, was it a fraud last year, right? Oh, y'all got lucky with that win? We're going to find out. And guess what? We love the challenge. Because <laughs> we're going to be there. The <laughs> show Jackson going to be in the building. Where my flag at? Uh, Will Smith going to be there? Little Uzi McMills? We all going to be there. We so we going to see. So the stage is set, Brock Purdy. Stage is set. All that rap y'all did last year, which y'all didn't have, what happened? Y'all got lucky. We're going to find out. Yeah. Same coaches are going to be there. Yeah. Right, head coaches? We're going to see. So, and if they lose, oh, my God. Uh. The first thing I'm going to do is collect my money from you and from you. <laughs> and then the second thing I'm going to do, I'm going to holler at all the, all the Niners. Mm. Yo, bro, you told me last year you that, said, that huh? we was weak and that y'all player got hurt. Mm. Yo, homie, you told me that. So we're going to find out. I can't wait. Now? Just make sure you record it so we can play it on speed. I, I will. <laughs> Matter of fact, we might be put them on speed. You know what? If the game gets out of hand too early, uh -huh. we might not get an interview. Uh -huh. <laughs> hey, Shady, take me to the player perspective real quick before we move from this topic. How much internal pressure does Brock Purdy have on himself? Because Debo Samuel has called out players like... Bradbury. Yeah. He said, hey, Bradbury's trash. He said, I'm standing on he that. He told me that. He said, he said, yes, to your face. That's what, that's what in your interview, He said, James Bradbury, Eagles cornerback, mm. all pro last year. Debo Samuel said he's trash. Mm. They asked, hey, why is Debo trash? He went on and said, did you not see what happened on, I believe it was their Brandon fifth Ayuk. offensive play? Yeah, Brandon Ayuk. Whoop, whoop. He mixed oh, up, Brand Bradbury he mixed up Bradbury. Yeah. Yes, Debo said Bradbury's trash. Mm. And then Purdy gets hurt. Mm. How much pressure, how much internal pressure, Shady, is on Brock Purdy going into this game? Mm. You know what, to be honest, 
I, I don't think a, a lot of pressure. I think it's the, the, the normal pressure because you got a supporting cast, right? If this is Patrick Mahomes, he might have all the pressure because his supporting cast is not the same as the Niners, for one. Your defense, despite which I might think, on any different week. But anyway, the defense is really, really good, for one. So you always going to have a chance in the game. I, I, I doubt that that defense would be bad like we've seen the last couple of weeks. Of course. Yeah, even though they had, you know, some bad games, but I, I think they'll be solid. Mm. And then on offense, let's say you're not having a great game. You got a, a superstar running back with superstar lineman with an MVP tackle mm-hmm. that you got on your list for a reason. Now you, you simplify things. Cal Shanahan is a hell of a coach. That's why we promote him so much. Give him all that love. You got screens. You got different things with the, the play action to the tight end. You have so many ways to neutralize that defense and, and simplify the game. Where I feel like sometimes with players, they have so much pressure that when they have to play good and great for them to have a chance to win. With the Niners, this game could, if he doesn't play well, this game could be a 13 to 10 type game because yeah. mm-hmm. he has that type, of de- that type of team. But that's why I'm really looking forward to see how Kyle Shanahan does this because you got to settle it down. Right? It's just natural as a player. If I see another receiver on the other side that they saying is better than me or they saying it's like that, naturally me walking on the field, my mindset is I'm going to show him I'm like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Brock Purdy, don't get into that game to where I'm trying to show you you like that. That's just natural as players. So as coaches, we talked about Coach Mike. This is going to be your playbook right now. I think Kyle Shanahan has to call a game a certain style to where, relax, young fella. You know what I'm saying? We'll take our shots during this game, but relax. Don't get caught up in trying to compete with Jalen Hurts and making them mistakes and have this game out of hand. I mean, they are, they are the favorite. I'm about to say, well, they, they, should, they shouldn't have too much to worry about. They are the favorite. They're supposed to go in there more and, and, uh, and we can miss to win. It. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Mike McCarthy, he has his quarterback, Dak Prescott, playing the best football of his career, but someone on this desk thinks Dak Prescott is playing the best at the quarterback position in the whole NFL. Is that right, George? Come back for fireworks. Let let me leave leave the desk. Let me leave the desk. Family, we are in third and long. Dak Prescott, he made money on his third and longs yesterday. Three touchdowns, no interceptions, in large part due to CeeDee Lamb getting busy. Dak Prescott getting busy. Dak Prescott last six weeks, 20 touchdowns, two interceptions, and the Cowboys have been rolling. Take a listen to Dak on his critics here. People can say whatever they want, but, but you know, I have the pen, I have the paper, and I'm the one writing, so... Um, because I'm playing as well as I am now, doesn't mean that I'm going to stop. Doesn't mean I'm going to listen to him now. Dak mm. uh, uh, uh. a little bit spiteful. Well, real quick, Shady, why are you shaking your head? Yeah. I, I mean, because I just, like, them interviews like that just it get to me. It does like, it? If you nice like that, you're not talking like that. Nah. Like, you're talking like an underdog. Like, like yeah. I, I mean, I expect that. Yeah, you know, we, we play hard today. You know, another another game. Like, mm-hmm. give it to me. Pause. Don't, don't. It's like you're surprised. Like. Who, who are you talking about? Oh, I love it. When you like that, you talk with, like, a purpose. You talk with confidence. I love it. I ain't happy to be here. You know who I'm here. What Kevin Durant tell him? Y'all know who I am. Y'all know who I am. Y'all know who I am. You see what I'm saying? That ain't confident. Well, I am surprised if Dak is not how great Dak is playing right now. 20 touchdowns, six interceptions over the last six weeks mm. of the NFL season. He is ascending in the NFL MVP charts. Vegas has Dak Prescott currently second. Mm. But what James Jones has is even more fascinating. James, yeah. you think Dak Prescott is the best quarterback in the NFL this season? Dak, Dak Prescott, huh? I got my pen. I got my paper. I'm going to write the story on Dak. Yes, sir. He is playing the best football in the National Football League right now. Dak Prescott. This season is the best quarterback in the National Football League. Mm. We got to start giving Dak Prescott some credit, man. Dak Prescott is playing lights out. You just said 20 touchdowns to two picks. But not only that, eyeball test. Dak Prescott is making all the right plays. In the wins, Mm -hmm. in the losses, he's making all the right plays. Watch this tape right here. I need to see it. The old Dak Prescott is going to get his hips square and throw this ball down the field, and it's going to get tipped pick. or picked. Yeah, he right. says, you know what? I'm going to check this ball uh. down. Not taking a chance like that to put my defense in bad situation. Third right. and 17, pick it up. And then right here, man, this is Dino in the red zone. You got Dino. a D-line, You got a Dino post by C.D. Lamb. Ball on Dino the money. Route. Ball on the money. Boom. And this right here, Mike, I don't care what play you call. I don't care who we got back there. This is Dak Prescott. This is what Dak Prescott was blessed with right here. The strength, the ability to get out of yeah, this, this and crazy. this is making plays. This is big-time quarterbacks. That's an MVP play. Dak mm. Prescott is playing big-time. And then he caught the eye of my dog. Even my dog, too. I said, Dak on that ish, man. 
But see, that's not, it's not personal. I keep it real. Oh, you do. Listen, if you play good, I'm going to say you play no good. Doubt, I don't man. have no issues with Dak Prescott. No doubt. Like, like, I was telling you earlier that, yo, this, he's playing a phenomenal year. So no doubt. Not, ah, not a phenomenal year. <laughs> phenomenal stretch. Yeah. This stretch he has is phenomenal. He, he, even that, that, that Dino route, that was a ball. It's a ball. Ooh, ball. So he, he is, he looks different too, though. Yes, he does. And I, I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to do all my... My, uh, my my research on it. Why? The difference I, I'm he looks. your researcher. No, 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 no. You be wrong a lot. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm you know what I'm trying to think? Is it is it more of the confidence uh, that he's playing with right no, now? I'm going to tell you why. Or is it or is it more of the competition? I'm just trying to figure it out. Can I figure tell you why? Because I, but I, I see, before you talk about it, I've seen times where, where Dak looks good. Not like this, though. This is a different Dak. Mm-hmm. He looks great. Yep. I would love to take him right now. Woo. But when things are going bad, though, mm. can I still see Dak turn it on? I'm not talking about coming from behind, right? He did a phenomenal job uh, yesterday night. When they had to get a, a score, he did that for him, right? He's playing at elite level. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about a pick, maybe two picks, yeah. maybe a fumble. Can I take it? How do you respond? Start bashing me? I, I, I'm not bashing. I, I watched um, Deron Bland last night yeah. get picked on, mm-hmm. and I'm happy it happened because he's been playing so great. Yeah. And everybody's praising him. So why is when you when, when you're doing bad? How do you respond? Yeah. And he responded with another pick. Yeah. I need to see it from Dak when they need it. Mm-hmm. Right, you've been playing bad, yeah. right? You having a little interviews you having? I need to see you step up. I got us. I messed up as my fault. I got this. I'm waiting to see that. Yeah, but when you like that and you're making all the right plays, you know what I'm saying? You ain't really got to be I, that's not in true. situations like that's, that. That's but true. last night after the game when Dak Prescott came on the post, post game, right, he said, I know the play from Mike McCarthy before it even comes yeah. in. Right. Number one, when you know situational football and you know what Mike finna call on first and seven, you know what Mike gonna call on third and five, you know what Mike calling on second and ten, that's confidence, that's chemistry, and that's playing fast and at a high level. When we watch Dak Prescott play football right now, we can all turn on the tape and say, man, he looks like he's playing faster. The ball's coming out of his hands faster, yeah. strictly because him and Mike are in sync on that now. I agree. I agree I with that. I played for Coach Mike, so I knew the same thing. Oh, I ain't even got to stand in the huddle. Denver coming. Strong right, 324 Denver coming. I'm lining up, ready, ready, to, ready to do my job. That's confidence, and that's what's in Dak Prescott right now. You heard him talk about the scramble drill. Since the Niners game, when Dak Prescott came out and said, I need to use my legs more, Coach Mike made an emphasis to go in practice, and we work in these scramble drills just like we did in Green Bay. And the scramble drills change every week. A lot of people think scramble drills, one dude go deep, one dude go No. Every week with Coach Mike, the scramble drill changes. Everybody could go short. Somebody may take a deep over. It always changes, and you have to work on that. And Dak Prescott has been getting outside the pocket, making these plays with his legs and scramble drills, and looks extremely comfortable. But does he look like the best? P. Joy, does he look like the best? Best. Does he look like the best quarterback in football this season? Uh, over this stretch <clears throat> from, from the Niners' loss on, he has looked like the best, statistically. <clears throat> and, and with our eyeballs as well. And I don't like to – I mean, we've gone back and forth many times on, on, the, on the competition. You're, you're playing all NFL teams. And to me – I like that they're beating those teams down, but I also like that they're winning those, those games because we don't know what's going to happen down the rest of the stretch. What's happened with the Cowboys this year is very interesting because they did not have a good start to their season, right? They had those, those blowout games. Everyone got really excited. Then they had that loss to the Cardinals. And then Dak blamed the media for us being excited about it, right? Like that, that was the press conference. It was, it, was, it, was, it was our fault that we expected the Cowboys to be good this year, and yeah, then said, that's, why that. they, that's why they lost. That happened this, this season. That was, that was after week three. Week three. Now we are going into week 13, right? Week 13. And it's a completely different story. Well, you have that throughout seasons. They're playing a really strong stretch of football, and he is playing the best football of his life right now. And the best, he's been the best quarterback within that stretch, to be clear, because we are completely ignoring the entirety of this season when it comes to this conversation. But that's fine because we don't have any perspective, so we can just talk about that. We'll talk about this stretch. Since the Niners game where he threw three interceptions and one touchdown. We're not going to count that. We're going to count from Well, no, count that. I want but you to count that. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. I, I, do. I, don't, I can't count that. But if you, if you were to count that, let's speak on the whole season. Let's not just speak on the stretch. Let's not be biased towards the stretch. Speak on the whole season. Where would you put Dak this season? If he's not the best, is he, has he proven to be top five this season? Like, yeah, if you look of at course. Body of work. Yes, of course he's been top five this season, throughout the season, of course. But everybody is not upset because I'm saying he's top five. Everyone's upset because we're debating about whether he's the best or not. Yeah. Yeah. Why would he not be in the top five? They're one of the top teams in the league. He's <clears> in the top of the conference. He's playing really good football right now. 
You, you read the statistics. We see the statistics. We watch him. He's playing more confident, especially during this stretch. But then the entirety of the season is boring because then we got to count all the stuff that happened in the beginning of the season. we got to talk about how they had a conservative offense to build up the confidence of a player that's already been paid hundreds of millions of dollars. we got to talk about how we had to limit the interceptions that was a huge problem for him last year. we got to mention the fact that that happened because the owner was encouraging a quarterback controversy during the season last year. We, we have to con- – we have to contextualize all that. I don't want to do that because I don't want to tear down what Dak is doing right now. That's true. Shady says this all the time. It's not personal. It's not, I think Jalen Hurts has been the best quarterback in football. I think he has done the most to affect winning. If we're talking about statistics, fine. Then who is the best statistical player throughout the season? Is it Dak Prescott? Probably, yeah. Or is it Brock Purdy? No, nah, I think it's Dak. But I'm with, I'm with Joy on because that. Because it's debatable. I mean, yeah, Lamar like, Jackson is putting up some pretty amazing stats this year, too, running the ball. Like, there's, there's, a, there's some things happening. C.J. Stroud has a couple multiple touchdown games. I there's been some blowouts here I'm and with, there. I'm with Joy in this. I think Jalen Hurts is the winningest quarterback this year, objectively and eye test. I think Dak is playing the best quarterback this year. As far as if you're just looking at the film, who looks the best? All I, think season. I, I would yeah, agree all with season. that. All season. I, I would I think, agree with that. Yeah, all season long, so how who is he looks not the best? best oh, he, to me, he is the best. But I think there's a difference, James. Like, when I look at tape, there's a difference between who's best and who's most conducive to winning. That's where I look at tape as a defender. I always have for the last, you know, 25 years of my life since I started playing football. So when I'm watching tape, I'm like, who's playing the best? And then who just finds a way to win? Dak is playing the best. Jalen Hurts, he finds a way to win. So for me, Dak is playing the best. Jalen Hurts, he's finding ways to win. That's how I'm parsing out. But even if that's true, is that... Is it outrageous? Like, it's, it's like this energy is like it's outrageous to say that Jalen Hurts or even Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson are closer to the top of the MVP conversation or have played more consistent football throughout the season. Like, why is it always going to be a zero-sum game? Why can't you just give Dak Prescott credit for what he has done this season? He's playing excellent football. Yeah. The Cowboys yeah. are a great football team. They just had an incredible win last night, in my opinion, the best win of the season, where they look good. He's he overcame adversity throughout the game. The Seahawks had a great game plan. Why can't it just be that? Dak Prescott is, is playing the best football through this stretch since the Niners game, to me, at the quarterback position. And now, the best part of this, the most exciting part for me, because you know how I can't stand what-ifs, now we really get to see they get to test out all the questions that we have about them. Are they beating good enough teams? Are they going to be able to keep this up? Is Dak Prescott going to be able to catch the guys who are ahead of him in the MVP race? We are about to find out. It is super exciting that this is the stretch that the schedule has turned out to be for the Dallas Cowboys. Shady, let me ask you this. Dak Prescott, I know you've thought that he's right around the top 10 quarterback the majority of his career, anywhere from 9 to 12. That's where you stand on Dak Prescott. You think Dak Prescott is good? You don't think he's great. You don't think he's bad. But this year, I believe he's played eight years in the National Football League. He was drafted in 2016. I can't do the math off the top of my head. He was injured for one. This year, he's played the best of his career. Yeah. Has he proven to be elite to you? I know your type. You need to see a lot. No, but I mean, has he proven to, has he proven I mean, to be like, elite? Like, uh, to me, for the, the, the say elite, uh, let me, before I even say that, let me yep. say this. I feel like Dak Pres- Prescott is playing the best football I've ever seen him play. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. right now, he's balling out. For this stretch, he's killing it. Let's get that straight. Okay, let's move to the next question, though. <laughs> Elite, elite to me, in my opinion, or any player, is he so elite that every coach would rather have him on their team than their guy they have now. I like that. And when I go to the teams, and if I, if I'm asking coaches, like, hey, man, who Dak's killing it. Do you want him on your team or it's your quarterback? Mm-hmm. So when we talk about elite, it's only a couple of them dudes are going to do that. Mm-hmm. Burrow, you're going to take Hurts, you're going to take mm-hmm. Islands, you're going to take Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah. Them dudes is elite, 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 mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. And, they, and the other team's going to take him. You know what? Thanks for everything. Come on, Pat. We, <laughs> hey, we were, you were great. Hurts, where you at? You see, you see what I'm saying? So I'm, it's nothing against Dak Prescott. I think he's playing phenomenal right now. He's balling out. Better than I thought he could play. But when you say elite, and when you say the best player in the league, mm. ooh, it, it hurts me because I put so much into this game. <laughs> and I'll be damned if they're going to tell me somebody having a good moment is going to be better than me. Patrick Mahomes is still in his league, is he not? Yeah. Telling me that. Boy, you, like, boy, no, like, you lucky I like you, boy. It's different, it's different MVPs every season. If that was the case, then we might as well just open up the season and say, here, Patty, take your trophy. You know what I'm saying? It's different MVPs every single season because of the way you have to play football. 
Right now, Dak Prescott is playing the best, including Patrick Mahomes, including Jalen Hurts. He's playing the best, even if you start from the beginning of the season. Every quarterback has had their moments of bad stretches and bad games. Jalen Hurts started with seven touchdowns and seven picks, but he was finding ways to win covering that up. Dak Prescott is playing lights out this football season. Yes. Point blank, period. Yes. The best football of his career. No shade to Patty. Patty, great. No shade to uh, Jalen Hurts. He's great. But Dak Prescott right now is the best player in football. However you want to slice mm. it or dice it, from week one or from week seven, he's playing the best football. If you had to take a quarterback going into next week, I can't tell you who the opponent is. I'm only letting you take a quarterback. I hear this. Are you taking Dak Prescott First. This season, day. yes. Because Dak is the hottest quarterback out right now. This season, the way Dak is playing, the confidence Dak is playing with, every play Dak Prescott is making, give me Dak Prescott right now. Because I've seen Patty Mahomes go up and down. If you're asking me to start a franchise, no, of I'm course. giving me Patty. But right now, this season, yes, Dak Prescott is clearly paying the best football at the quarterback spot. Cowboys play the Eagles next week, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah, you so you would take <laughs> Dak Prescott in that game the Cowboys over and Dak Prescott. Yes, sir. I like that. I like that. I mean, this, this he outplayed Jalen Hurts the first time they played. Right, they and they lost. So this this is the this is what's exciting about it though, because they going now we're in this situation, we're having this conversation. They get to play them next week. We'll see how that goes. Then they're going to play a bunch of winning teams with good quarterbacks and good coaches all throughout the rest of the season until the last week of the season. So they are going to get the opportunity to prove that everything that they're saying and everything that we think we are seeing with our eyeballs, because we all agree he is playing excellent football, yes. the best football of his career right now, and he is definitely making a case for the MVP. And now he gets to go and win it. Yeah. Hey, hey real quick, when I said about the elite, do you, do you agree with that part? I do agree. Okay. I like I think that. It's I, like I think it's that. only a handful of Thank people. You, Thank you. It's Thank only you. a handful of quarterbacks that you're going to say, give me him, for sure. The Joe but Burrow. But we are talking about this, this year, season, though. Yes. We're talking about this year. But, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say, give me Dak Prescott over and, and, Patty and, Mahomes and another thing or Joe about Burrow. Patrick Mahomes, though, when I, when I do watch the, the, that game, when I watch the way they play, a lot of stuff that Patrick Mahomes is getting, getting blamed for ain't his fault. He throwing it. I got to catch it, too. But they lead the league in drops for a reason, mm-hmm. right? And I hate to even do that, but, but since we – and I, I, I feel like I have to because you really kind of like breaking down Dak and Pat, which is like crazy. But we're doing it. And I'm thinking if I, when I watch the way he plays, like, for example, if he played with the Cowboys, oh, my God, that would – that, that would, that would, that would come be on, man. That would be, I mean, it's that a, would be crazy. It's a, it's a lot of what is, but we I'm, also... I'm, I'm just saying, no, 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 but I'm saying since we breaking it down like that, yeah. and you talking about who's the best and all that, and I get it, because Dak and this spurt is killing right now. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times when I watch the Chiefs, because you watch a lot of tape, and I do too, a lot of times when I'm always the balls in the hand, they no, just question. Just if if, if they wasn't dropping it, he'd probably be Patty Mahomes would be number one on the MVP vote. But that's what's happening. Yeah. You know, they would have beat the Eagles if it wasn't a drop. But that's what's happening. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's football. That is a good point. I mean, CeeDee Lamb had some drops yesterday. Yeah, yeah but that, that, that's, that's, that's rare, though. CeeDee Lamb is... Like, does he get his credit? He does. He's talking about Lamb it. Can he get CD Lamb in this stretch is playing his best about, football. About time. Because he's been a number one for a long time. Well, we have been handing out a lot of flowers this last segment verbally, but we're just scratching the surface. Joy Taylor, when we return, (laughs) handing out the flowers, the best stories in the sports world that you haven't heard about, but you better hear about. Come back for Friday Flowers next on Speed. I'm praying that she don't give these flowers a dag. I'm going to lose my mind. Welcome back to Speak. It is my favorite time of the week. Joy Taylor handing out flowers. What you got for us, Joy? Lamar Jackson is having a hell of a season. The Ravens quarterback also made some history this week, becoming the fastest quarterback to reach 5,000 rushing yards. He topped some pretty nice names to get to that record, including our colleague Michael Vick, Randall Cunningham, and Cam Newton. So all the folks that said that Lamar was a running quarterback are right. They're just shorting him his credit. He's one of the best runners at the quarterback position ever and is an elite thrower of the ball and a winner. He has the second highest win percentage since entering the league in 2018 behind only Patrick Mahomes. And they're quietly a really, 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 really good team this year. (laughs) Switching to the NBA, last night, the basketball world learned about Mitchell Robinson's huge heart. The Knicks big man is sixth in rebounds per game right now, but that's not why he's on Friday Flowers. Robinson's high school coach, Butch Stockton's wife, passed away in September. So Mitchell brought Coach Stockton from Louisiana 
to live with him in New York this season. A really nice gesture that has seemed to benefit Robinson on the court as well. Shout out to Rebecca Harlow and the MSG crew for getting this story on the broadcast last night. Very sweet. Coach also mentioned that he visited her in the hospital as well. So he's doing a very, very kind thing for his coach. Staying on the court for our final flower, Juju. USC's superb freshman guard, Juju Watkins, is already setting records for the Trojans. Juju combined, scored 85 combined points through her first three games, which is better than legends Lisa Leslie and Cheryl Miller did in their first three games at SC. And she added her fourth, fourth, 30-point game on Tuesday to give her the most 30-point games for a freshman in the program's history, also besting Lisa Leslie. I had the opportunity to see Juju play in person at one of these record-setting games. Can't confirm. She is a baller. She is the future. She is the truth. If you are in L.A., get down to see Juju. So keep balling. Flowers for Juju Watkins and USC women's team. Yeah, Juju is a baller. She is taller than me. Yeah. Juju a baller, though. Juju a walking bucket. I had a chance to go watch her play, too, and just handling the ball mid-range, shooting the three. Juju's a walking it's bucket. It's so effortless, she'll too. Beat you, sound like, sound like she beat you? She beat me. Okay. She beat me. Friday, it's Friday. <laughs> beat you. I'll beat you. It's, like it's, it's Friday flowers. So you and yeah, Juju will both get, give James bucket? Yeah, easy. You don't get no flowers. She's 6'2". When we return, who else has been balling? Jordan Love over these last two games. Now, keep in mind, Packers have won three out of their last four. But here's the question. Can the Chiefs put the fire out on the sizzling hot Jordan Love? Patrick Mahomes, he going to have something to say about the Packers' quick little winning stint. What do we have to say about it, though? That's next on Speed. Family, we are in overtime, and the Chiefs looking to end things in regulation as they take on the Packers. But the Packers, they've been winning the last couple games, and Jordan Love, he looks good. Eight touchdowns, two interceptions over this last quick streak. But I got a question for you, James Jones. You played for the Green Bay Packers. You watched Jordan Love more intently than anybody on national television. So tell me this. Can the Chiefs, will the Chiefs, put Jordan Love's fire out? Um, I'm going to say no. Because to me, it's not about winning the game. You got Patrick Mahomes coming in there, you know, so it's going it's to be a tough outing, you know. The Chiefs are the better football team. But Jordan Love is playing at a high, high level right now, football. I mean, eight touchdowns, two picks in the last couple games. Uh, three out of the last four, they, they found a way to win. But when you watch this kid play, and I do the Packers radio, and I watch a lot of tape on Jordan Love, when you watch him play, arm talent, you can put him up there with anybody in the National Football League. And I say anybody. Jordan Love it does not matter the angle. It does not matter where the ball placement has to be. This young fella is a really good quarterback. And when you watch him over these, these last four games, Coach LaFleur is trusting him more. I really loved it on Thanksgiving Day. Coach LaFleur won the toss, said, give us the ball, play action pass, post route to Christian Watson. Like, I have confidence in my young quarterback. He's playing at a high level. So I say no even if they lose because I think Jordan Love is going to play a good football game and play well to be able to let people know that he's going to be a good quarterback for a long time. Hoodie James in the building. You know. Hoodie James in the building. Here. Here. <laughs> uh, Jordan, where are you stand on? Jordan Love, do you think the streak will continue? At least will he play well? That Chiefs defense top two in the National Football League, will they reign? That, that's why I'm torn because I, I do agree. He is, he is playing better. He has some good wins be over this stretch. But it's, it's not so much about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs being a better team. It's that that defense. That Chiefs defense. That Chiefs play. defense this year is making people look bad. And, um, and he's still <laughs> a young quarterback. He's still developing quarterbacks. Now, I don't know that this game is going to sway the Packers' decision to stick with him next year or make him the franchise quarterback moving forward and all that. I don't think it comes down to, to week to week like that for this organization. But to, to put his fire out, so to speak, I could see this game going badly just because of the Chiefs' defense and, and them being such a, a more advanced team at this point, mm-hmm. taking advantage of some, some mistakes. I could also see it being very close. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of parity in the NFL this year. I could see it going either way. 
But I'm nervous about that Chiefs defense. Yeah, I think the Chiefs put an end to all this, all this hoopla, all this happiness. James, I made a mistake. Even all this love. Happiness. All this happiness. Even love. Like, yes. You think he's going to play bad? Yeah. Um, and the reason is, like, at the beginning of the season, after the first three weeks, I was on the Jordan Love train. Yeah. People forget, right, because the NFL season is long, though it's short. First three weeks of the season, Jordan Love had eight total touchdowns yeah. and one interception. Yeah, he's he came well. out against the Bears, he played well. Falcons, he played well. Then the Saints, he played well. The Packers were 2-1. and one. I was like, yo, Jordan Love is yeah. like that. Then they got to the fourth game of the season against the Detroit Lions and instantly pulled out the fire extinguisher, and that was it. Yeah. Then we stopped talking about Jordan Love until the last three games, and everybody's like, yo, Love has turned the corner. I'm like, have you forgotten the first three games? We have seen three-game stretches from Jordan Love. That's why I'm not yet a believer, because I was after my first three. I was ready. Let's go, Jordan Love. I like what Jordan Love stands for. I like the team around him. But I can't once again make the same mistake, Shady, I literally mm. just made in October. I think the Chiefs are going to this. I don't know, man. I, I think the Chiefs defense calmed this whole thing down, right? All this love, you know, what's love? What's the opposite of love? Hey, I don't hey. Yeah, I, just, I don't want to hate. Indifference. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just keeping honest. Like the, 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 the Chiefs, I mean, if they get things, this, that's so scary because if they get things clicking on offense, mm -hmm. that's scary because now the defense is rolling. Now, like, the defense is the main thing in Kansas City where it used to be the offense. Yeah. I mean, they're only giving up 16 points a game. Mm -hmm. Think about that for a second. The Chiefs' defense now are giving up 16 points a game. That's great. Yeah. So as much as I love Love, right, I think he's a young player. I think he has a, a future in this league, though. Not against the Chiefs. But this is the healthiest the that the Packers have been, even offensively. Even that stretch to where he was losing games, it was no Aaron Jones out there. And Aaron Jones is big for him in the nice run game yeah. and in the pass game. And he was not out there. His offensive line was beat up. Not to give him all those excuses, but I watched this Chiefs defense last week against Aiden O'Connell. And Aiden O'Connell passer rating and completing passes, he was going up and down the field on this uh, Kansas City Chiefs defense, and it was 14-0. So they are playing good, but I don't think they're playing that well to be able to just put the fire out the on game, my the dog, game, the game ended, Jordan Love. The game ended I know how it ended. I was there, Shady. <laughs> the game ended low. I was there. <laughs> well, the game that we can't wait to see start is the biggest game of the year. Eagles, Niners, it's about that time. <laughs> two of the best teams, no, the two best teams in the NFC. Bring them Maybe all. the National Football League. It's a rematch of the NFC Championship game. It may be a preview of this year's NFC Championship game. What do both teams have to prove? What is at stake? It's the game every Everybody will watch and come back and watch us talk about it next on Speak. Bring them all. You can see what it is. We have all been waiting for this game. It is the biggest game of the season. It's the Niners. It's the Eagles. It's a preview of the NFC Championship game for my money. At a minimum, it's a rematch of last year's NFC Championship game. Niners, they've won three straight. Eagles, they've won five straight. Two of the best teams in football, two of the hottest teams in football. Shady, your former team where you reign as the Eagles' all-time rushing leader. But who has more to prove in the biggest game of the year with the whole world watching? Is it the Niners or the Eagles? The whole world watching. Watching. That means every city, every hood will be watching this watching game. Watching this one. It's got to be the Niners. And they ask me why. It's going to be crazy. Great atmosphere. <laughs> and everybody's going to be there, baby. <laughs> That's right. When you come into that league, it's going to be the same results you see last year. I'm going to be there. Sometimes for time, the Sean Jackson going to be there. They said Michael Vick going to be there. Oh, Meek okay. Mill's going to be there. Gilly the Kid's going to be there. Will Smith. That's it, Will Smith. Will Smith. Kevin Hart's going to be there. Kevin we all going to be there. You know why we're going to be there? Because it's a big, big game. Huge game. They told us that, listen, last year we should have lost. If Brock Purdy would have played, we would have lost that game. Mm. So you ask me who has more to prove. More to prove? It's got to be the Niners. Mm. This is just told us. On an interview with Debo Sims, he said, you know what? Y'all got lucky. Mm. He, he said, Bradbury's trash. Mm. And the only reason y'all won is because Brock Purdy did not play. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So I guess we get to run this thing back. Mm -hmm. Run it back. Yep. Right? You get to play with your, with your quarterback. We get to play with our quarterback. We're going to see. Y'all the favorite. We're going to see. Mm. Let the best team win. I need the best players for the Niners, play against the best team and best players for the Eagles. And we're going to see who wins that. This, to me, is the epitome of sports. As you were talking, it reminded me, ain't nothing like an athlete who says run it back. Mm, ain't nothing. There ain't nothing like an athlete who says run it back. Because when somebody says run it back, that usually means somebody just got beat and they want to get their get back. Yep. And they have to get their get back. Right now. Sh right, right immediately. Shady beats me in one-on-ones. Nah, he's just running back, Acho. Like, jump the line. Yeah. Forget yeah. who's going oh, next. Yeah, yeah. We're yes. we going, we going right back. Yes. Run it back. I got to get my get back. 
back. This is a get-back game. More to prove for me is the San Francisco 49ers. They lost last year. Eagles have a better record this year. Eagles have been more consistent this year. Eagles have Jalen Hurts. Eagles went to the Super Bowl last year. Eagles have Nick Sirianni. The Niners have to prove that they are on the Eagles level. They got to get they get back Joy Taylor. Niners, for my money, they have more to prove, and they need to prove it. But I'm interested to hear your answer. Everything you guys just said is true. Mm -hmm. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. The Eagles have more to prove. Nah, I don't think that. Vegas, Vegas thinks does. that. They have the best record in the league. Vegas does. They have the best record in the league. Their quarterback is leading in the MVP race right now. They were in the Super Bowl last year. They beat the Niners to get to the Super Bowl last year. Mm -hmm. And they're two and a half point dogs at home. Mm. At home. Yeah. In the link. In Philly, but everybody going to be there. Yeah. They're the underdogs. Yeah. And you're supposed to get three at home. So they really think they're five and a half points worse. That's what they really think. Yeah. So the Eagles clearly have something to prove. The, and the defending NFC champs with the best record in the league is the team that everyone has questions about. The reason that Cowboys fans are running around with pitchforks about the MVP race is because they don't believe in what they've seen from Jalen Hurts this year, who was an all-pro last year. That's hard. Hard as hell to do. He was runner-up in the MVP, played in the Super Bowl, played well in the Super Bowl, and still has something to prove. Still underdogs at home. So, yeah, while everything that you guys said is factually accurate, the narrative is still, we're not, mm. we not really sure if the Eagles, are the Eagles good? I mean, they, they beat everybody, right? But, like, we're just not sure if they're good. They beat the Cowboys and Dak Prescott. We're not sure if they're good. They're underdogs at home. People think that Brock Purdy and Jalen Hurts are on the same level. Mm. Mm. It's That's been said. Ooh, it's been said. That? So I don't believe that the Eagles have anything to prove in this game. Mm. I don't really think the Niners have much to prove in this game, honestly. But if you're asking me who, it has to be the team that is considered to be the underdogs who, no matter what they accomplish in this league, mm. they still get questioned. For me, this is plain and simple. And it's all about the San Francisco 49ers. All the pressure on you. Number one, you coming back to the link. Will Smith going to be there. Kevin Hart going to be there. Shady going to be there. D-Jack going to be there. You coming back to the link with the dude that y'all said, if y'all had him on y'all team, we would have won in the link last year. And number two, you running your mouth. Mm. Last time I checked, Shady, I chose Joy. If you run your mouth, you better be ready to back it up. Because I promise you, in that Philly locker room, they saying, you hear these cats? Yep. You hear them running their mouth? Mm -hmm. They saying they like, like, this, don't, don't come over here thinking it's going to be some play play right. after you done ran your mouth. That's right. Right? And Vegas got you as the better team, saying you're going to win on the road. All the pressure is on the Niners. It's not even when close. Right now, Philadelphia is playing with house money because if we lose, we're supposed to lose, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Niners is the better team. All the pressure, man, is on Cal Shannon. It's on Fred Warner. They running that mouth. Yeah, Debo Samuel, you better come out there and have yourself a day. And there ain't no drum pools in that locker room. Mm. Please, not for that. <laughs> so it's going to be a game. It's going to be a real fight. The mm -hmm. most pressure I ever faced in the National Football League was September of 2014. It was my first start. Uh, Eagles were playing the Washington Commanders. I'm nervous. I'm on the sideline next to LaShawn McCoy, heart palpitating because I'm like, yo, this is my first game. Let's go from the macro to the micro. Which player in y'all's mind in the biggest game of the season is under the most pressure? I will submit my answer first in Debo Samuel. Mm -hmm. Debo oh. Samuel is the one who's doing all this talk. He's the one who's chirping, chirping, chirping. He's the one who said that James Bradbury, Eagles cornerback, is trash. But Debo Samuel only has, I believe, 34 receptions on the year. If I'm not mistaken, I think he has only one receiving touchdown. Andy, off camera, please correct me if I'm wrong. I believe he only has one receiving touchdown on the season. Debo Samuel, of everybody on that football field, will be his heart will be beating the most because he realizes win or lose, he's got a ball. Mm -hmm. You can't call an all-pro player trash and go out there and have trash statistics. James Jones, which player on that field, or coach even, is under the most pressure in the biggest game of the season. Can I say a group? Whoever. Because I think it's all on this San Francisco 49ers O-line. Right? They took mm. not one, two. Two of your QBs. Y'all boys out. had a running back at quarterback. 
Philadelphia yeah. said, y'all yeah. can't block us and right. took out two of your quarterbacks. So for me, Come that here. defensive Come line, here. the production may not be there for Philadelphia as it was last year, Get but you. that defensive line for Philly has dogs Come all here. across the board, even more dogs than they did last year. Arr. So this San Francisco 49ers O-line, you keep your quarterback upright, you keep him in this game, and y'all do what y'all supposed to do and make sure he ain't got no grass stains after this game is over. So Can we I'm say it one more time? Group for this, for Can this we say it one more time, line. please? Can we see the hit? Damn it. Can we see it again? Are oh, we playing with us? Put it. Can we see it again? As we, as we, <laughs> thank you. Come on. Get some. Get, get some. Get over here. Get some. Get over, get, some, get over here. Get your little. Get your little. Come here. And, and your, let's hope that Kyle yeah. Shanahan does not do that. Please yeah. don't block Reddick. Do not with a tight have end. a tight end on Reddick. Please, Please don't sir. do that. Joy Taylor, let's go to the macro. Oh, <laughs> Y'all know they're putting that flex all on there, that bio oh, Shady, or Joy, going to the Mac micro, who, what player, coach, most approved, most pressure? Uh, I think it's Brock Purdy. Mm. I think Brock Purdy has to come out and have a really solid game. We talked about this this week, about how good teams can take advantage of another good team's mistakes, and then it can compile. We talked about it when referring to this game. If he makes mistakes or turns the ball over or presses, this Eagles team is going to take advantage of that. Obviously, the narrative is this is the, the game, the NFC Championship game rematch, and Brock Purdy's there. And if he, if he was there, what would happen? I don't really care none about that because I don't like to what if history to death. There's a million different possibilities of what could have actually happened. I know that's fun, but I'm less interested in that. I really want to see what Brock Purdy does in this game. I feel like I know what the Eagles are no matter how this game goes. And I, for the most part, I feel like I know what the Niners are as well. The, the player specifically that I want to learn more about in this game is Brock Purdy. Most pressure, 2-5. You've been in the link for a lot of games. A lot of big games you've been in the link. You know what? I'm going with Jalen Hurts. Mm. Yeah, I'm going with the big dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's too good of a player to get the type of criticism he's been getting, right? We get the best record in football for a reason. He's a big part of that. It's time to show the world what's up. He has been playing great all year. He has great moments. Mm -hmm. not, not a great game. We need him to be at his best, right? You're playing against a really, really good defense. Need his best. Really, really good defense, right? We need his best football game of the year. Yeah. We need that type of game. And not yeah. just because for us to win. Because I, yeah. I think that we're such a good team where that we can win like we've been running, right? We always find a way no matter how bad it looks. But I think this is more for him. All this MVP talk, it's a guy out in Dallas talking about he should be the MVP, yeah. right? That's what they talk about That's right now. Jalen Hurts, put your thing down and let him know why you that dude. Mm. Let him know why you the MVP this year. And that's why I think he has the most to prove. Mm. If he goes in there in the link, right, and he bring them boys, them favorites, up in the link, right? Mm. And he sends him home with a loss again, mm. right? Two in a row. Mm. Yeah. It's no more conversation who yeah. should be the MVP. No That's more. a good point. You put your thing down, Paul's against a great defense, a great team, right? What thing? Are you putting down? You, like ball your game. Your game. Ball you put your yeah, game, game down. Put your game down. Yeah. Thank you. Anyway, you do that. You get a big win against a good team, and then you walk away with the MVP. Mm. It is interesting. As Shady's talking, I'm realizing I don't think the MVP can be won over the next two weeks, but I do think it can be lost. If, if, mm. if Jalen Hurts yeah. struggles versus the Niners and then struggles versus the Cowboys, I think it could be lost. If Dak Prescott balls over the next two weeks, I think they have the Eagles and maybe the Bills. Mm. Like, I do think it can. If Dak Prescott sucks against the Eagles and the Bills, That's I think it matter. can be lost. Mm. Yeah, I don't think it can be won, but these next two weeks will be very pivotal. Last year, Jalen Hurts, through week 14, was winning the MVP campaign. He got hurt. Patrick Mahomes sure takes happened. over, yeah, yeah. and in an instant, like well, we blink. Also, specifically for Jalen Hurts, more so than Dak Prescott, because Dak Prescott has four tough opponents coming up, yep. and the last game of the season is against the Commanders. This yeah. is really the last two tough games that the Eagles have when you look at who their opponents are for the rest of the season. They have the Niners, and the next week they have the Cowboys. After that, it's the Giants twice. It's, mm -hmm. it's not a it's not And, a and it's opinion-based, right? Like, uh, yes. impressions. Like, leave yeah. that impression out, look, man. Because, like, 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 even Dak Prescott. That impression he left with me, like, whoa, yeah. that, that's really playing. I need Jalen Hurts to bring that out. No doubt. And now we're going to be talking on TV like, yo, y'all see Jalen? No doubt. <laughs> Come on. And it ain't going to be no 6-5 team we playing against. Uh, we think it's a real team. We about to Excuse find me. out, Shady. When we return, we're going to let y'all know what teams we pick to win this weekend. It is, you know, when you can borrow from us. Make your picks. Make a little bit of money, if you will. We're going to show y'all our picks for the weekend in every game. That's next. Yo, you keep unbuttoning your, your shirt. What you got, what you got going on? He's watching, man. What's this guy? Family, we are in our two-minute drill. Here are our picks for the weekend. I will give you my biggest maybe head-scratcher. I got the Broncos beating the Texans. I don't know if that's a head-scratcher or not, but that's where I'm at with it. That's my most fun pick. Joy, what you got? 
Um, I have the Steelers beating the Cardinals. I think you do also. I'm going with the Eagles. I think the Texans beat the Broncos. Hmm, I like that. Texans James Jones. Good game. As y'all can see, man, y'all don't listen to my picks, man. I'm way at the bottom. <laughs> but as y'all can see, mine is I got my Green Bay Packers over the Kansas City Chiefs. I like, it. I like it. 2-5. Where you at, big dog? Where you I'm at? I'm going with... And Russ, we trust. Let's get it, Russ. Big, big win in Houston. H-Town stand up. He going to win the game and we going to pop bottles. Proclamation. <laughs> Let's, Let's ride. ride. <laughs> Appreciate y'all riding with us all week long. You could watch any show. You choose to watch ours. We don't take it for granted. Have a great weekend, family. That's a JV line.